Well, friends, this is a first. I'd like to say that seminary adequately prepared me for a moment like this. It did not. I'd like to say that my almost 35 years of ministry, I've faced situations like we are presently in. I have not. I'd like to say that this doesn't feel strange at all, speaking to a camera without your faces before me. I can't. This feels really strange. Our present circumstances feel strange. It feels to me like we've entered Rod Serling's Twilight Zone. In 1959's season one, his opening narration seems to capture our situation. You're about to enter another dimension. It's a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It's the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of man's fear and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It's an area which we call the twilight zone. Into this twilight zone of 2020, God speaks a word to us. I find that the Psalms often speak to my life in a wide variety of circumstances. Today, I think Psalm 46 might have a word for us. Let's hear God's word in Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. If we've discovered anything from COVID-19, this novel coronavirus, it's the truth that life is beyond our control. This disease has only heightened our awareness that we're never quite sure what the next day will bring. We make our plans, set our agendas, schedule our appointments, and all of them can be turned topsy-turvy in a matter of hours or days. Psalm 46 gives us pictures of the things that were afflicting the psalm writer. He writes of the, the earth giving way and the mountains sliding into the sea, of waters roaring and foaming and the mountains quaking. Back then, the earth seemed to be the most best example of a, a stable, unchanging object. We know differently. Mudslides can obliterate neighborhoods. Cliffside supermansions can tumble down to the erosive force of the ocean's waves. He writes of nations in uproar, kingdoms are falling, 
the stability of a nation state can suddenly be overwhelmed by an enemy. Perhaps against the backdrop of Assyria's invasion, the psalmist feels the tidal wave of brutal force marching to conquer. Nations would fall before them like mountains fall to an earthquake or like cliffs that fall into the sea. These images point to a, a prominent fact of human life. We're surrounded by violence, natural forces, political upheavals, military incursions, even the invisible invasion of a coronavirus brings forth violence. Did you see the number of people jostling to get into Costco, fighting over toilet paper? And our bodies fight a pitched battle against even this tiniest of enemies can invade our present defenses. For too many, this is a fight to the death. What we realize is that we're vulnerable human beings in a broken world. And our lives are one big question mark. We desperately want to know what our calendars will look like in a few weeks. Will there be baseball? Will we be able to keep working, keep getting paid? When will school go back in session? When will we sit face to face with colleagues instead of seeing them only through a screen? When will we be able to shake hands and exchange hugs again? Maybe threats surround us. And it doesn't matter how much toilet paper we have in our possession or how many stocks we have in our portfolio. All manner of threats surround us. We're not in control. But we're not afraid. The psalm says it so matter-of-factly. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. If there's anything we've learned in the past week, facts matter. News, news about, theory about, cures for, fears and hopes about COVID-19 have circled the globe. Well, here are the facts put to us simply by Psalm 46. God is trustworthy. Notice the emphasis in Psalm 46 is not on our trust, on our faith. You won't find the word trust anywhere in Psalm 46. Old Testament professor John Golden Gay is clear. What matters, he says, is not whether we have faith, but whether what you have faith in is trustworthy. Psalm 46 points us toward what matters most. God does. God is a strong refuge, a refuge whose security can be trusted. That's why God is our help in times of trouble. God is available for whatever we need. The Lord is always there. These facts about God are the basis for saying, do not be afraid. Well, we need these words a lot in the Bible. Do not fear. Of course, the likelihood of achieving that all on our own is about the same as mine being able to jump across at the Grand Canyon. What is the Bible thinking? Don't be afraid. As if anyone has ever thought, I know just what will cure people's fears. Let's just tell them, don't be afraid. Really? I mean, those of you with young children know this. They awake in the middle of the night, cry out in fear. When's the last time it helped to say, don't be afraid? Never in my experience. Telling people to not be afraid just doesn't work. I mean, let's be real. 
I'm afraid. I'm afraid for Jesse, who works for the airlines. Afraid that with all the people that she interacts with, she can't help but get this virus. I'm afraid that Anita and I will both contract the virus. Afraid that we could both meet the worst case scenarios. Afraid that our two daughters would be parentless. I'm afraid for the people I love. I'm afraid for the people of Emmanuel. I'm afraid for those who are the most vulnerable. I'm afraid that this virus will take more people in tragic ways and that I'll be helpless to do anything about it. So what does Psalm 46 mean by saying, therefore we will not fear? We will have fear. That's why the Bible says, do not fear. About a hundred times was the repeated refrain of Psalm 46 that gives us a clue. Two times the Psalm 46 utters the refrain. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is the storyline that matters most to us. God doesn't promise us no trouble. God promises his presence in trouble. God doesn't say we will not be, that we will be without fear. God promises to be present to us in the midst of our fears. It's a phrase of great intimacy. The past few days, as we've been taking refuge in our house, we've discovered that a couple of our favorite musicians did Facebook Live mini-concerts. One of these musicians is Canadian Steve Bell. Steve told a story as he was introducing a song of a time that his daughter Sarah was afraid. He had just put her to bed and then gone across the hall to watch one of his favorite shows on TV. The show had barely started when his daughter cried out in the night. Steve went into her and said, everything's fine, honey. I'm right here. Everything will be okay. He gave her a hug and a kiss and he went back to watch his show. A few minutes later, his daughter cried out again, and he came in this time a a bit frustrated because his show was starting to get exciting. And again, he told her everything was fine. He told her to look out at the window, and he noted that a burglar would have to break the window in order to get in, that he'd hear that, and he would be there before she could even get hurt. Everything would be okay. He gave her another hug and a kiss and said a little prayer. Just as the show was reaching its climax, his daughter let out a wail. And Steve said that one of the worst things a parent could say, you're fine, honey, he said. Jesus loves you. Everything's going to be okay. And his daughter looked at him with a tear-soaked face and asked, does that mean that Jesus doesn't love the kids who do get hurt? Steve was just struck to the heart knew that there was only one thing that he could do. He turned off the TV, went into his daughter's room, crawled in beside her, and stayed with her until she fell asleep. When Jesus was saying some final words to his disciples, he never told them that life would never be bad. Jesus never said that we would be fear-free. Now, what Jesus said is that he would be with us always. That's Psalm 46. The Lord Almighty is with us. 
The God of Jacob is our fortress. So here's what God has to say to us in the midst of our fears and anxieties and concerns about COVID-19. Be still and know that I am God. Nations and natural calamities and viruses try to assert their power. God will have none of it. Be still. Don't fight aggressively to have your way. Stop trying to look after your own destiny. You can't be your own defense. All of us need to acknowledge one thing. God is God. God is our refuge, ready to gather us to himself as a a hen gathers her chicks. God is our stronghold. He's the one who brings help. God is the only superpower. Now is not a time for us to be making all kinds of noise about what we should or shouldn't be doing. Now is not the time for us to think that a virus is a power greater than our God. Our destiny is not in our hands. Yes, we do all that the health officials and wisest doctors are telling us. We wash our hands. We stay in our homes. We practice good physical distancing. We keep tabs with each other via text and email and FaceTime and whatever tools technology affords us. Do not live in the city in which we are the ones obligated to fix things. We live in the city of God. God is with us. Yes, we will face trouble, but God is with us. Yes, there are times that we will be afraid, but God is with us. God's love in Jesus Christ is with us. Know that. Be still and know that God is on the job. We don't know what today will bring. We don't know what tomorrow holds in store. But I know this. God is faithful. We may face trouble. Mountains may fall. Waters may roar. Viruses may attack. But our God is forever faithful. Be still and know that God, in his time, will fix all things. Let's pray together. O God, great and quiet source of peace, quiet us, your anxious ones. Let us cling for comfort to your suffering Son, Jesus Christ. Gather us under his wings. Remind us that he suffers with us, but that he's also the great physician. In him, let us not be afraid. Please, Lord, in your presence, let us not be afraid. Amen.